0: One, two, three, four, just another Day at my dead end profession. I've lived day to day, and to some good old country wrecks on the radio, and, yeah, what else can I say? Yo, welcome back to the program. I'm Ryan Shores. With me, as always, is Dave Callens. Hello. And on the board, Mr. Robert Timothy. Woohoo! How you feeling, buddy? <laughs> I am
1: good. I was, uh... That was, I was... a good woo-hoo. woo I was desperately sick when we tried to record last time. And that was one of those ones where you wake up. I woke up Saturday morning, and uh, it wasn't like, oh, man, I'm a little bit under the weather. It was, I'm not getting out of bed until sometime late tonight, which is exactly (laughs) what happened. I just curled up into a shell, a caterpillar shell. only to go back into the bathroom and do horrible things and just come back to my shell.
0: There's something comforting when you finally give in to the flu or whatever the yeah. ails you. Like, Because what, what sucks is when you're trying to fight it. Like, no, I'm just going to go to work. It's not creeped into my body yet, but like once you finally go, "Fuck it, I'm sick," yeah. and you put on that shitty bathrobe <laughs> yeah. and you and you fucking pull the covers up and you and you go, "I'm not gonna eat any salads for a while." And I then,
1: didn't even have that option because mine was a stomach
2: flu, so yeah. I was just
1: vomiting non- Like it wasn't like, "Well, maybe I could work it in there." It's like unless I rip this toilet out and bring it in the car next to me, yeah. I'm not going anywhere. Well,
2: I mean, it's your own fault. You let an infant vomit into your mouth. That's true. So. And my son
1: did. He was he was sick. He People
2: had a a lot for
0: that on the internet.
1: <laughs> uh. It's illegal when it's a kid, though. Yeah, no. I was, like, doing the thing where he, he was, like, throwing up, and he was sick, so he was with me all night, and we're sleeping on an air mattress to, so he, he doesn't die by choking on his vomit. And at one point, he starts vomiting. I hold him against my shoulder. I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. And he vomits a bunch, and then he, he starts crying, and he kind of rears back, and I was like, it's okay, buddy. It's okay. He's looking at me right in the face. and just... <laughs> <laughs> which, and the best part is that kids... No sense of guilt. It's like just right, there's no course. part of her that's like, "Oh my God, Dad, I'm so sorry." You're sitting here, you know, not sleeping at all and staying here so I can not choke in my sleep and then I vomited in your mouth. I'm so sorry. It's just more crying.
2: Yeah, it's not even no guilt. It's he is probably thinking like, "Wait, why did you stop comforting me?" Yeah,
0: you, I was, you did this to me. I uh, I, uh, I just got back from the desert. Uh, nice. Went out did some camping. Uh, I was gone for, for a few days. So here's the thing. I'm not a big camper. Mm. Uh, in fact, I brought my friend Kenny Rogers, who was an Eagle Scout as a child, okay. with me just to assist in this whole uh, excursion. But you went to a campsite, right? That's the thing. That's the thing. I did not realize that's where we were going. Uh, So yeah, when
2: you guys set this up, because it was open to the group for people to join in, and there was an offer of a campsite or like cabins, right? And there was some debate, like, oh, we're going to get a cabin. Oh, we're going to whatever.
1: Well, but even that—that's a campsite, right? So that means you have a water spigot. It means you have access to power. It means like there's there's facilities and bathrooms around you. I mean, that's. That's a thing and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but, but here's but you're thing. able to pull that off without a lot of equipment. Whereas like when I would go camping for work, I'd be just in the middle of the desert. It's That's what a, I thought yeah, we yeah. were
0: doing. And yeah. so my wife set this whole thing up, and I'm not a big camper. But like when I go out camping, I want I don't want to find a campground. I want to go mm. find a clearing. Yeah. You know, that yeah. I'm, I'm like I'm allowed to like build a fire fucking taller than me and do
2: mushrooms oh, and fucking I'll show you some fresh right, right. scream. The yeah, you know, those are the campsites that I like where like they're spread out enough that you're not going to be bothered by your neighbor's other campers. Well, you just go off. There's the not enough facilities and not a bathroom, but like you can get to it fairly easily. You I know? want it's the, just...
0: I, I want, you know, and the thing is, I drove two and a half hours out hours to the desert for fucking park rangers to tell me to keep it down. Yeah. And yeah. fucking, uh, oh, no fire above the ring. Yeah. Oh, and, and by the way, we are nuts to butts with other campers. So as I'm sitting there, a fucking RV backs yeah. in and now I get to listen to his fucking air conditioning unit. Uh, They're all restless. Uh. The but trip. it doesn't even have to be that loud. You're intense. So
1: like somebody sneezing 310. Over is still disturbing in the middle of the and, night. And oh, right. by the way,
0: they, they, they like to enforce the, the uh the uh quiet hours if you're a 33-year-old man with a beer, yeah. but not if you're a screaming kid for suddenly yeah. they are not policed by these <laughs> quiet hours because I was woken up six fucking times in two days.
1: Now <laughs> I'll, t- I'll take you out to a sweet spot in the desert. We'll have a great white trash weekend, we'll ride some dirt bikes. That's what out, I want to do. Giant yeah. bonfires and shoot flaming arrows into and the And you know what?
0: I, like I I want the risk of maybe we'll run out of water. You yeah, know, that's part yeah, yeah, of yeah. camping. I want the yeah.
2: risk of hey, maybe we'll we'll, we'll run out of of food and like two people will have to drive an hour back into town. Yeah, that is camping. Now, if this makes your trip worthwhile, I had a great time with the dogs. <laughs> oh, good. I'm, I'm yeah. glad. A lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Still have a good time though.
0: Um, uh, you were out
1: at Agua Caliente,
0: right? That's correct, and that's another thing. I was told natural hot springs. Yes. I thought of me like in like a dirt pool. Oh no, it's yeah, like yeah. a regular pool. They just yeah, yeah they built a fucking <laughs> motel six <laughs> yeah. pool over oh, this thing with yes. like natural hot springs. I'm like, <laughs> I guess
1: the coldest night I ever spent was a night in Agua Caliente. So it was one where I was like doing the whole living in my van, working out in the desert thing, and then my van needed some brake work, but I still had a ten day rotation to do in the desert. So I was like, eh, I'll just jump in a tent. And I did not come with all my gear. I just came with. A tent, and I didn't realize it was going to be like zero degrees.
2: And your whip and your fedora. Yeah,
1: I literally, I remember just looking at my my cell phone in the middle of the night, and I'm like, it's one a.m. I just have to keep shivering for the next five hours <laughs> to stay alive. <laughs>
0: So, um, guys, I discovered this thing recently. We talked in a previous episode about. It's
2: called the internet. It's really cool. <laughs> it's
0: awesome. You but can- you have to tell the truth. <laughs> you could you just, just spew hate speech and no one's there to police you. Uh, take that, Park Rangers, again, if you get me now. So, anyways, uh, okay, we, we talked in a previous episode about how I don't really see. The point in, in in paying to
2: meet a celebrity at their merch table at a festival or or right. or, a, or a con, you know? And yeah, I see that all the time at comic con. Most like ninety percent of the time, I'm like no, not yeah. all for that. Yeah, it's like just... oh,
0: look at this picture of me and Tom Savini where it, he looks tired and sad. Yeah, yeah. there's like a sadness. We're to buddies. It. Just, yeah. So, anyways, uh, I found something that's like ten steps worse than that. Oh, okay, Jesus. here's how I found it. I'm going. Th- I was on Facebook or something. And I see this video of Tommy Lee from Motley Crue, mm-hmm. and he,
2: Tommy Lee, the
0: Tommy wow. Lee, Wow. and he looks wrong. Like, his hair's all fucked up. (laughs) He's got the cigarette hanging out of his mouth. And, like, he looks not late in the day. (laughs) (laughs) He looks like AM hours.
1: Yeah, Tommy Lee's funny because we all got to see his, like, multiple declines literally on tape. Like, watch him slowly become a horrible drug addict throughout his uh, musical career. But then, literally, we can watch a video of what is probably him getting hepatitis. Like, (laughs) we can
0: actually see it happen in front of us. So, uh, I, I see him and he's He's worse for wear. He's looking like 10 miles of rough road. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this is like
2: TMZ or something. Yeah, He's yeah.
0: about to like go on a tirade against his latest 21-year-old ex-wife. Like, hey, fucking bitch!
2: Or, or promote his new book or <laughs> some shit.
0: Fucking, fucking horrible. I want my keys back! <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I got to turn the sound on for this. So I I, I press play. Um, I, I'm like, I'm expecting like the David Hasselhoff for the guacamole burger. Yeah, all right. yeah so I'm like, all right, what's this? And Tommy is like, Hey, fucking you late happy birthday. I'm like, happy birthday. Uh, like, and it goes into this commercial where people are losing their fucking minds, watching their phone, and watching a celebrity go, Hey, you know, Brett Favre comes on next. He's looking good. Yeah. He's like, hi, this is Brett Favre. Good job on that science test, Timmy. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So it's called Cameo. By the way, could there be a worse celebrity
1: to choose for that? Because... Any kid in school right now has never seen Brett Favre right, play right. A game of
0: football. <laughs> right, like this, so a lot of these people, I'm like, Who? is that Y A Tittle? Wow,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was I was looking through these. I'm like, I'm like, what kid is excited for Gilbert Gottfried,
2: <laughs> Adam <Jim> Thorpe? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I I was looking on these. Now, here's the thing these people are losing their fucking minds. There was actual reactions in this commercial. because yeah, it's a up,
2: personalized message.
0: Yes, it's a personalized message. So if you thought leaning into a card table and and smiling next to a sad dude was like was giving people a thrill, apparently it's them having never seen you reading something someone else typed up and paid them to say, yeah. and then these people are like, oh my God, fucking RuPaul said my name on camera. And like, there's this one girl in this particular stand. It's like Christmas morning. She's got the robe on. She's next to the tree. Her eyes are bugging out of her head. Her mouth is just hung open in absolute joy and disbelief. She looked like... Me in 1990, when my dad said you'll never have any video game system, they're, they're mind poison, and my aunt went behind his back and got me a Nintendo. Oh. <laughs> me opening that box with that same reaction, only this is some zealous celebrity said her name for five seconds, and she is that overjoyed about it. The only way this would be worthwhile
1: is I would actually pick celebrities I hate. And then see how much money it costs to get them to say something against their core beliefs. Like okay. I would get like Gwyneth Paltrow to be like, "We should use science-based
0: medicine and reason." And like <laughs> that's the only well, way that's worth any money. I did some looking whilst gathering info about this because I needed to talk about it. Uh, I found out that there was actually a thing. I think it was Brett Favre or some somebody like a white supremacist group got like tricked him into saying something derogatory oh, about, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like something that heavily heavily and I'm like <laughs> part of me was like <laughs> okay come on that's yeah, kind yeah. of funny you gotta respect the I mean, yeah. come on like honestly if like some domestic terrorist uh, is able to slip some of his manifesto past the goalie I kind of earn it you gotta now. respect it you gotta earn it there's, there's not one part of you that finds Brett Favre saying he hates Jews funny
2: come
0: <laughs> 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 even if you're, if you're a Hasidic oh, rabbi come oh, on yeah. even you're like okay
2: funny thing about this Ryan posted made a post about this on Facebook since he made that post I have been seeing ads for Cameo on my feed. Like, I had never seen one before, and now they're all over. Sorry about that. But (laughs) you
0: know what I'm talking about? So I went through here. Now, that's another thing. I was like, okay— Maybe it'd be fun to pay $25 and have Tommy Lee call Dave an asshole or yeah. something, because I did see I a bet few of do those. it for
1: free. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, how much is this? Yeah. You know uh, <laughs> uh, Okay, I just got a good one. You know You know why it's worth it? Let's,
1: let's pay Tommy Lee to call up one of our friends who drinks slightly too much and tell him he has an alcohol
0: problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the intervention. I, I just, you need to get your shit together. Okay, so here's how much this cost. Okay, all right, it's different for each person. I'm going to the little catalog of faces here Gilbert Gottfried, aforementioned. Uh-huh. How much do you think they cost to have Gilbert Gottfried say something? It yeah. shouldn't cost anything. <laughs> you could pay a fucking voice impersonator to do a perfect Gilbert Gottfried. It's $150 to oh get my, Gilbert oh Gottfried to leave you God. a 30 second video. I will
1: charge you $25 to produce Damien doing a better Gilbert Gottfried impression than Gilbert
0: Gottfried. <laughs> Ernie Hudson.
2: I don't even he, know who that is. He's the black, black Ghost Ghostbuster. Ghostbuster. <laughs>
0: Who are you gonna call? It costs one hundred thirty-five dollars. What? Uh, all right. Oh no, there's more. There's the guy that was the soup Nazi on. Oh, uh, Jesus! No way. Yeah, he he's in the bargain bin at sixty bucks. Wow. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if he charged
1: extra for the phrase "no soup for you"? <laughs> like,
0: like, well, I, I watched uh, I watched a few of those, and I, that's that's pretty much all he says. That's what I would imagine. I don't oh. know. I don't know. There's a lot of other things he's has Oh got. man. Oh dude. You know who else in the bargain bin? Chris Hansen,
2: dude. <laughs> every- that
0: would be a good one though. That's that is one of the few that I would like because
1: I would like you to open your phone and be like, hey, can you sit down and talk real quick? <laughs>
0: yeah. Hey, every time Dave starts dating a new chick, we're gonna send him a Chris, Chris Hanson.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sit down and have some sweet tea. Come on.
0: <laughs> All right, let's see. Oh, Tom Arnold. <laughs> hey buddy, is it Tom Arnold? I just want to tell you I love cocaine.
2: I feel like if you scroll down far enough, it should be a list of freebies. Like, I, yeah. not here, you can just have this yeah, one. I, I
0: feel like Tom Arnold
1: and uh, Oprah's husband Stedman should be on the <laughs> list of, like, spouse associates.
2: Oh, God. Now, oh,
0: dude, it, it costs $70 for Tommy Loren. Let's get her to say something nice about Obama. Oh, wow.
2: Jesus. Dude, uh, Bobby, I was thinking, when you when you were talking about a Tommy Lee intervention, I was thinking another funny one would be to get Tommy Lee. I feel like we're picking on him, but whatever. <laughs> Tell him that you want him to message our friend Tom about his ex-girlfriend Pam. Send him a so video then, of timely saying, Hey Pam, Tom misses you, and then you can just show that out of context. Like, dude, he's losing his shit. <laughs> Lance Bassman sinks two
0: hundred bucks. That's
2: it. Wow. Hey Stevo
1: hundred and fifty. Wait, why is Lance Bass even charging money? Didn't that guy have like twenty million to blow on a Russian space shuttle flight?
2: See, oh, now you that, to me, Bobby, that's the saddest part. Like, this is sad that people get excited To me. It's sad. Imagine being that D-list celebrity. You roll yeah. out of bed in the morning. Someone hands you a list like, hey, here's a bunch of messages you have to record a phone, you piece of shit. Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> They're not getting most of this money. Right. Because some company is keeping it. And their agent's going to take it yeah. off the top. Yeah. So it's just like, how sad is it that, like, oh, this is my day. I just got out of bed. I got to fucking send oh, some yeah, message I, to I, Heidi. I watched
0: a few of these Bam Margera Jesus. ones.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. What?
0: Hi, hi, Timmy. <laughs> uh, I've clearly been up for three days. <laughs> uh, good luck on your science exam. Well, that's another one. Who the fuck is
1: following Bam Margera? You're talking about a guy who was popular in the late 90s with young kids, (laughs) and you're either now a very weird 40-something-year-old
0: gentleman who enjoys Bam Margera, or you've never heard the fuck of (laughs) it. Ah, it's my old pal Stormy Daniels on here. Oh. Oh, God. 250 bucks for her to say something to you of wow. course she's uh, you fucking sucker she called, she told me I suck for free yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's
1: savings right there also it's 250 bucks for her to say something but like 500 to banger so like
0: <laughs> <laughs> well she said that's a thing here Mark McGraths 100 bucks by the way I, I was showing this to my wife and apparently it's very big amongst porn stars to to, to, to to do this thing because losers can have them say stuff like hey mark you were you were great last night and they could show it to people. Oh,
2: my God. That's like,
0: so am like, That's why this why Porn Stars ones are most expensive. Whoa. So fucking incels can be like, see this? This is my girlfriend. She says it right here. I'm like, wow, this was sad. I didn't think it could get any sadder and look very we are. By the He's way, his. could
1: there be a community where you could pull that off less well? If you were like going to your other incel nerd friends and you were like, hey, look, this is the girl that I banged last night. They'd be like, uh, that's Stephanie G. She did 14 movies in 2018 and then another 13 in 2019. Who are you trying Trying to fool here? We're <laughs> porn aficionados,
0: right? <laughs> oh man, that guy that almost sucked a dick for water for the fire festival—he's on here for 125 <laughs> bucks. Jahl rule?
2: <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. You piece of shit. Oh,
0: Doctor Drew's
2: 200. Well, ja rules on the free list. All right. So, anyways, listeners, if you want a personalized message <laughs> yeah. from one of the degenerates, uh, it'll be ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is Venmo or else.
0: best
1: offer. <laughs> oh, you know what? Actually, let's just give some random ones out for free that might be applicable to some listeners. <clears throat> Dan, great job on your EMT test.
2: Way to pass, and sorry about the relapse. Okay, uh, Dan, get your shit together.
0: (laughs) Wesley, your new girlfriend's a whore. Everyone knows it. (laughs) <laughs> you should come back to me where you belong.
2: <laughs>
0: you know there's a few of those in there, too. <laughs> so, oh, man, my ex-girlfriend, had Bam Margera, ruined my birthday.
2: <laughs> oh, God, think about that. Think about the weird personal details these celebrities are learning because of oh, the messages yeah. they get.
0: Oh, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. Oh, buddy. Okay, uh, listen, Ted, whoever you are, man, I'm sorry about this.
1: <laughs> Chances that at some point, some guy contacts one of these celebrities to send a message to his recently ex girl girlfriend to try and get her back, and the celebrity ends up banging her. <laughs> like, Bam Lux, he's like, is well, this is actually a pretty good pull guy.
0: You know what? Let me DM this real quick. This yeah. is the, the saddest... Uh, uh, and by the way, uh, uh, Tommy Lee cost $500. Oh my. What I, thought, I seriously th- thought you were going to th- say $5. I for real thought you were going to say $5. $5? Hundred dollars? Yeah, five hundred bucks. That's the thing. That's what people are paying for five second videos. And I know people are like, "Oh, man, Ryan's. Oh, he's trying to be a big shot. Oh, I, li- I live in Southern California. Celebrities so are no big deal to me." I'm not saying that. I mean, five hundred dollars? Come oh on! My it, God. How
2: how sad is your life where that's worth it to anybody? This is sad in so many different ways.
1: But you know what? For it, 350, I will edit together Tommy Lee saying <laughs> just to make it seem like he has given you a message. I, I,
0: I got to tell you, though, this is the saddest I've ever been to be in a healthy relationship because I kind of wish I was getting divorced because I'd have Tommy Lee do it. Like, hey, Aaron, <laughs> try your key. Whoops, doesn't work, doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, now I'm on board with this. And whole then brother. Ryan steps into the video with Tommy Lee. <laughs> now check
0: under the mat. Those are papers you need to
2: sign. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus!
1: So interesting thing I caught online, Dave. You're not usually the person who mixes it up online. That's usually more of a Ryan trait. Ryan's Ryan's the jumping in the mosh pit of the internet and yeah. throwing bows and seeing what happens. Yeah. But what I love is somebody pushed Dave too far this week. <laughs> like it went it went straight falling down. Like Dave.
2: <laughs> okay, here's the funny thing: is I don't even know what he's talking about right now. <laughs>
1: Dave is usually the most, I am not going to have the online confrontation guy.
2: I like to take subtle digs.
1: Yeah, you do. Yeah, exactly. But this week, somebody actually finally pushed Dave enough so that Dave's like, fuck no. I'm coming after you hardcore. And it started with one of those posts of, woe is me. I am a new comedian and I have been treated unfairly. Which we love (laughs) to make fun of. Because because our overall response is not... Oh my god, this must be a tragedy, or there's no way this person got treated poorly. Our overall response is, bitch, you're new. We all did like this is the way it works. Like, it's like
0: complaining. I've just started kindergarten and they're not, they don't have the calculus classes yet. Like you're not there yet. Yeah, you know that that's the thing. I love when a new guy starts complaining because it makes all the rest of you go, <laughs> yeah. like people that know. People have been in the game like uh, eight or nine years who've never seen their name in lights. Yeah. These people, like their third day of open mics, you're like, "Why isn't my name on the marquee?" <laughs> yeah, and you're like, "Oh God, look at this stupid asshole!" And every
1: one of us, it's not that we go like, "Oh, you should be treated bad." It's like, yeah, but that's that's a universal thing. It's almost like somebody going like, "Yo, it's not fair! They made me pay taxes," and it's like. Yeah, we all got that, bro. <laughs> like, it's not fair. This light is red. Other lights are green. And it's like, yeah, but we all follow these same rules. And sometimes the light is red for you, man. And right, like, right. you're not being discriminated against because the light is red. It's kind of actually weird now that you've brought it up that you think you should never have okay, red lights.
2: Okay, wait a second. What if it's a hot chick? then it's a little different. Okay, exactly. So, but the thing is, by the way, before you continue, I can
0: usually tell how long it's going to be before they quit comedy based on how early they complain and what they complain about. Like, if some guy, like, makes it to, I don't know, two years and he's finally, like, you know, comedy's really clicky and, and people form a lot of alliances. I'll be like, all right, that guy might make it a few more years. <laughs> but then if someone's like the third day and there's like, they did not provide me with a dressing room. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, he's going to be out of here in a month. Well, that's because we all know
1: there's one simple fact, which is every comedian you have seen that is any level of success, whether they're on the local scene, whether they're on the national scene, they spent their time getting shit on. And if they took the getting shit on as personally as these people are, they could not be there. So by definition, you are already lacking a mainstay of being any kind of comedian, which is, I got to be able to take shit for a little while while I'm new. So that's, I think that's one of the reasons we like criticize them so much. But what was interesting was this one was, I got treated poorly because I'm a hot chick. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Which is, again, I've, I've said this before. The only point in our society that treats hot chicks worse than everybody else is, is Facebook friend requests where we all think they're fucking <laughs> selling us sunglasses. Outside of that, I'm sorry, sweetheart. No, you didn't. Like, I'm sorry. You just, you either A, got treated better than everybody else but not as good as you're used to right. or you got treated norm- like,
2: normal. Yeah, normal. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You had to deal with the, with normal person uh, problems. It's always like, I am so entitled that if I didn't get treated specially, I'm actually being treated badly. Yeah. And so that was the case and it was a young lady who had posted something and I actually think she posted this a while ago but Dave came up with some, new information this week. Yeah,
2: I dug it up because I, <laughs> I, I got the other side of the story. So I was like, no, I'm not letting this shit lie.
1: Now her original post was, this is how badly attractive women like me get treated in comedy.
0: Okay, so right there, doesn't matter if you're in comedy or anything, if this. you start your fucking sentence with, uh, here's how poorly I get treated because of how hot I am, right. automatically
2: 99% of the world goes, fuck you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> fuck you, I don't even care what field you're in. With good reason. And, and uh, then
2: the other 1% steps in, tips the first, says, I would never <laughs> treat you like that. Yeah, right? Yeah, so, and she was like, here is a story. I came to a comedy show, which
1: I was on. Awesome Tuesday night bringer show. Yeah, exactly. And I went up to the the glass doors of a comedy club, and I could see the other comedians inside practicing their (laughs) Laughing and gallivanting and carrying on. High-fiving about not being hot. And and, uh, I sat there, and nobody let me in. Eventually, a male comedian came up, and they immediately opened the door for him and let him in. But not
0: me. Did I you- tried to go in yeah. and the 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 waitress said excuse me uh the lines over there and i said well you might want to take my name off the lineup then like <laughs> it was her big pretty woman right. moment <laughs>
1: <laughs> and and again that's something where we all just kind of look at it and go what the fuck are you talking about why would you be sitting in front of a comedy club doing that and also why are you co- this is a weird thing to complain about do you assume that every employee at a comedy club has somehow memorized the face of the Ten people on a bringer show? This is, that the yeah. this
0: is the entitlement I'm talking about with new people. It's like, well, clearly the, the, the staff has seen the lineup for tonight, looked up all of us, yeah. has prepared my, our dressing rooms as <laughs> such. Uh, so anyway. Yeah. Well,
2: so
1: her idea was clearly me, hot chick being discriminated against, dude walking up, he gets let in. That's the discrimination. right? And I think people, they,
2: people just assume because she's hot, she's not a comic.
0: Right. So, she didn't even take it to like a feminism uh, point where it's like oh because I'm a woman I can't be funny she's like it's because I'm so enormously attractive and I think people start coming they are like well did, you're not that hot yeah did, <laughs> <laughs> did
1: people know who you were did they know you were there for a show what did the person did you recognize, tell them And my favorite is that one of our friends uh, Michael Casberry posted like this happened to me where I was standing next to like a poster of myself and yeah. Yeah. and uh, the the guy didn't let me in and she goes, but but he apologized later so it's different it was like how many ex- weird excuses can you think of in your narcissistic mind to make Which, yourself a victim by here?
2: the way if you go to the comedy store in LA yeah they will know who you are and yes. tell you to get the fuck out of there
1: right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah you're you're in for a lot of heartaches. yeah uh, but here,
2: let me condense the, the thread for you sure because it was just it, it took so many weird turns she posted that like I wasn't let in and then a male comic was and the waitress was like oh you're on the show like no one knew I was a comic blah blah so I found out later the other side of the story by the way we talked about this like amongst ourselves yeah, offline sure. uh one of our friends was like oh i know who that is she was probably like standing outside with the hands full of energy drinks and not even knocking yeah so i went and talked to, it just came up at the club like a yeah. few days later someone mentioned it the waitress was saying that like that chick was standing out there there was a huge line which the woman in her post said there was nobody out there yeah, yeah. so they assumed she was with the line her hands were full of energy drinks which our friend <laughs> fucking called <laughs> yeah. amazingly and the bartender, the bar is right next to the door, said she never knocked because her hands were full. Yeah. yeah. She just was looking through the glass. So now, then,
1: let, think of this level of entitlement now. whole bunch of people... I'm sitting here not drawing anyone's attention. However, my mere presence as attractive woman should bring people flocking to serve me.
2: She said no one else was out there, which was a lie. She said that she knocked for 10 minutes, which if anyone knocked for more than two minutes, someone would at least go, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. And by the way, this comedy club is located on the ground level of downtown San Diego. A lot of foot traffic. And I don't know if you've ever been uh, next to a comedy club that has a lot of foot traffic going by it, but... Every 3 seconds people stop and peer in and yeah. have this weird uh, try the
2: door and it's locked Yeah and- or they have
0: this weird thing of like comedy club so so we can just pay money to go in there and see comedy And not today. And they walk off. There's always some people staring, trying to see if there's a celebrity on stage. That's number one. that They're they're, they're, they're staring like, oh, maybe fucking, I don't know, Chris Rock's in there. And like, uh, so there's that. So if every time someone you didn't recognize (laughs)
2: peered into that glass, (laughs) you asked them, yes, are you a comedian? (laughs) It would be fucking chaos. Now, I also found out the comic that was let in, the male comic, was someone who hangs out at the club. And helps at the club. Of course it was. So the staff fucking knows him. Yes. So when the waitress saw him, she went over. Oh, hey, are you on the show? Yeah, I am. Walks in. Then the chick was like, I'm on the show too. She never pulled that bullshit that she posted. She said of like, oh, you better take my She never had like high and mighty moment. Yeah. She just walked into the club when they let her in. Yeah. Now, I I lay all this out in this
1: but but, but, but you're a woman. But what I love about this is that we heard the side we all knew was bullshit publicly yeah. posted, and then Dave stumbles upon the
2: real story yeah. later. And on. I went and resurrected this right; it was like days later. I'm, no, no, I'm calling this shit out. <laughs>
0: and by the way, by the way, like like Castleberry said, do you know how many times? Okay, yes. If I go to the fucking madhouse, the door guy will know me. Everyone, the barrio yes. will know me. Everyone will know me. When I play the Ice House in Pasadena, you don't know how many times I've had to show a guy like a flyer and my driver's license yeah. right next to it, so he'd let me in. Bring a case of the energy
2: l- drinks with you next time. <laughs>
0: yeah. (laughs) So it's like, don't fucking take it personally, but now you don't have to weave in that you're hot on top of it. This is because I'm so good looking. So I
2: debunked all her points. I was like, the guy who was let in is someone the club knows and helps out. And she goes, who was it? And so I was like, well, how can you expect the staff to know everyone on the show when you don't even know who the guy was? So she tagged a different guy who I guess was on the show like, hey, is this true? And I don't know who that was, but she thought that she was saying he was the guy who was later or whatever. He comes into the post and he was like, yeah, I'm at that club all the time. So even a guy I didn't know proved my fucking point that the club knows him. Yeah. And she still wouldn't let it go. She still wanted to say, well, I was still discriminated against. Also, I'm hot.
1: Ah, Yeah. I. Think of the, like, literally, that's that's a, a clinical level of narcissism, is to think so deludedly that you can't recognize the fact that, oh, yeah, if this guy is here every week and the staff knows him and he's standing in front of the door like that and we know we have a show tonight, it is logical to assume that person is there and let them in. If they don't know me... Am I just assuming that, because I'm quote-unquote hot, that my third open mic has garnered national media attention? <laughs> and everybody should be aware of my sad, narcissistic ass?
0: Yeah. yeah. Narcissism that the, the new comics have of somehow, like, word's gotten around about me.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no one knows you, dummy. Yeah.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah, that was something. You know,
0: you know what my favorite complaint of discrimination is? Is uh, people, I mean, guy or girl, that claim they're not getting booked because they're too funny. You know, I've seen that a lot. I just saw it this week. <laughs> That's what bookers hate. They're like, man, it's the worst thing you can do is make my funny. audience try and come there's, back here. <laughs> there's a guy that, that, uh, that we all know. Uh, that th- was online just for like straight two days like y'all don't book me no places book me even though I'm one of the funniest fuckers in town I'm like you don't realize what a bad look that is yeah. uh, like okay so first of all you're wrong about yourself but 99% <laughs> of the time what's your end game? are you trying to chastise people into yes, booking right, <laughs> yeah like, right Right. it's a shame me into booking him <laughs> so like is, uh, what I want to pull these guys aside because I see this about once a year some guy who isn't funny goes on his uh, soapbox and says everyone's just threatened by my talent I'm like Wait.
2: Ryan wants to pull up and say like, hey be glad you're not a hot chick then
0: yeah. you really <laughs> have it bad." right so no it's a bad look because I'm like fucking good comics are so rare that, that bookers like me like desperately seek them out yeah I, I ask for recommendations I'm like I'm always looking for fun. so do you know how what, what a piece of shit person you have to be if you were funny and not booked like <laughs> right. there's only a handful of people that are funny that I won't book because they're morally apprehensible right. or impossible to work oh, with yeah, right? and, yeah. and even like, then you're like nah, fuck he's funny uh, yeah. damn it Like but, it's, it's a hard choice yeah. you don't want it
1: to be the case right
0: you're like fuck I don't have anyone for Thursday, though, yeah. and uh, I'll just have to deal with him being a prima donna and say something <laughs> shitty. Fuck! Yeah. Okay, you're booked! So so for you to, like, seriously, one of the only people that I find uh, hysterically funny on stage that I won't book is because he, he him and his friends made fun of a uh, sexual assault victim, oh. uh, and, and, and like, and we were just reveling in how fun it, funny it was to them. Like, that's the kind of shit you have to pull right. to be funny and not bookable, you know yeah. what I mean? So, like, when someone goes online and goes, hey, I'm funny, but people aren't booking me, I'm like, what's Wrong with you? (laughs) Holy shit. Did you rape someone on stage? Dude, I gotta. uh, The more and more
1: I I live my life, I keep thinking that. so much so much of our society is centered around people with personality disorders that we don't talk about, right? Like, we think of, like, oh, there's schizophrenics and they're in the street and there's bipolars and they need medication. But there's all these people with subtle elements of, like, narcissism and, like, opposition de- defiant personality disorder and, like, all this shit that just subtly ruins our world because they're just anchors on us, right? Like, they just, like, Pull us down in these shitty ways. And it doesn't have to be, oh, he's a sociopath and he's murdering people. It's just like, you make everybody's day bullshit because of your entitlement. <laughs> And what's interesting is how you can figure that out about people that you've actually known for a while, where you're like, I've known this person. There's always been something a little bit off, but I can't quite nail it down. And then like your wife or something goes, Hey, why do you hang out with that creepy dude? And you're like, Oh, he's creepy. That's what it is. <laughs> okay, yeah. he's
0: totally creepy. So you, I had know, to, oh, you know what we should do? Let's send these guys a cameo. Be like, oh, It's Bam Jerry, You're not funny. <laughs> and the uh, reason you get never named, you never name you pulled to the open mic is because they fucking see it and throw it away. Ha <laughs> <gasps> ha. Oh, and let's get Stormy Daniels to tell that one girl she's not hot. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. I had an experience last week where something really interesting happened
1: where I found out that somebody I had worked with before, an archaeologist I had worked with. A grave robber. Grave robber. Uh, yeah, let's just say, turns out he's really, really bad at self-correction. And he actually got beat in correcting a false... I, guess oh, you... I thought you were saying karate. <laughs> <laughs> a false, I guess you could call it archaeological, but historical view A comedian we know ended up doing it better than he did. So let me tell you this story. I'm on a group thread of, like, professors and shit of archaeology in San Diego because I work with some guys at UCSD. And they're not all California guys. A lot of them do different stuff. They do uh, stuff in Egypt or whatnot. And because they're old people, it's like an email. I get this email at one point earlier in the week, and it was like, hey, do you know what this company is? And do you know who this guy is? And I was like, yeah, I know both the company and that guy actually worked for me for a while. And he goes... What's up with him? Have you seen this? And he showed a meme that this guy posted. And the meme was, it was like this woman there, white with the black lettering, and it was like, uh, white supremacists always cite the Bible, but there are no white people in the Bible. And it's like clever at first, except it's totally inaccurate. And one of the things, this guy's a professor of classics and, <laughs> in the Levant. And like so he is literally one of the world experts on this. And he's like, he's like so did your, your buddy posted that? I was like, yeah. And he's like, uh, so uh, does your buddy think Julius Caesar was a black guy because he's in the Bible? So like, <laughs> what about the Roman centurions and like all this stuff? And I was like, oh yeah, good point. That's pretty funny. So I go to the archaeologist post and I was like, I, you know, I wouldn't have thought of this right off the bat, but clearly a professor has corrected me. He would probably want to know this because he'll look dumb. And so I put a little thing on his post. And
0: wore it like
1: that, did you? Hey, don't uh, looking
0: stupid, dummy. <laughs> I,
1: I put a little thing and I was like. You have to be pretty old-timey racist to imagine that Italians don't count as white guys and then hashtag render onto Caesar and some of the Bible quotes and, about Caesar. And, the, and then fucking Bobby sent him a cameo, hey, it's Tommy Lee, <laughs> there's white people in the Bible. I was expe- <laughs> what the fuck? I was expecting the retort to be like, oh yeah, yeah, I guess I didn't think about that either or something like that. But his immediate retort was like, first of all, somewhat nonsensical, he missed a bunch of the points, but he then claimed white people were invented in the 1600s by a playwright. Which was an interesting way to go. I, I'm sorry. That is very weird. <laughs> because his he quotes he had never been able to. He quoted and some. What like, were hot people? in It message. was like a Mother Jones article about For the terrible white For just a couple seconds, I was
2: thinking, are we all imagining?
1: Yeah. Right now? <laughs> <laughs> and then he went on crazy conspiracy theories on how maybe everybody in Rome was black. Like what? it was school. Does this guy teach at? Nah. He doesn't teach it anything. He's a field tech. He's, but it was just non. It was nonsense and. Going back and forth, you could tell that he wasn't even putting together coherent thoughts. He was making arguments that didn't make sense. One of the things, he's like, there's no white people back then. That concept didn't come around until the 1600s. And I was like, well, first of all, that's stupid. But second of all, uh, do we agree that trans people have existed throughout time? And he obviously is very woke. And he was like, yes, of course they have. And I was like, all right, well, the term trans and the concept of trans didn't come around until recently. But we can all admit that there were trans people back then, right? And he's like, yes, there were trans people back then. I was like, that's the same thing with white people. Takes a pause and he goes... Are you trying to say there weren't trans people back then? <laughs> so no, was, we just called them discount hookers. It was just so—it <laughs> was so nonsensical. And what's interesting is this isn't through DMs. This is on his wall. This is my comment on his wall, and his replies to my comment, and they go back and forth. And at the end, the professor who noticed this, who some one of his students brought his, it to his attention, like, "Hey, look, this guy supposedly is an archaeologist. Look at the weird, dumb thing he's saying." Now, that professor and his entire class are watching a back and forth as this guy just... What? They put a projector up in <laughs> class?
0: What kind of tuition do they
1: paying? Bobby, for this? Bobby, did you
2: cancel culture this
1: just, guy? Just idiot statement after non-sequitur idiot statement, yeah. totally unsupported by facts, but just like, I'm, I need to virtue signal. I'm super woke to everybody I know. Like, that was his main goal. And... Think of what this guy did. And he has no idea. I never went to him and said, by the way, there's an entire class of people watching you and there's a classics professor making fun of you. And you're you're like the subject of huge ridicule through these threads of professors through San Diego. I didn't go back and tell you him that. You can't handle his realness. That's right. all. Oh, shit. But think of what this guy did inadvertently, like, just screwed himself over on a bunch of jobs. Like, absolutely would not work for any of those people ever. And uh, also
2: kind of, like, made
1: his general company look bad and all that stuff. Yeah,
2: but racists are going to hire him so quick.
1: Totally (laughs) quick. No, no, non-racist, right? He's he's a (laughs) non-racist. What was interesting is then a comedian put up the exact same meme. It was a common meme that went out, like, uh, white supremacists cite the Bible, but there's no white people in the Bible. I sent him a message. I I did the same thing. I typed on, on his wall a little message, like, hey, by the way, Caesar was in the Bible. Guy went, oh, you're right, and took the thing down. <laughs> I went, what is the fucking world we live in where a comedian is more a- scientifically reasonable and objectively honest about their negative beliefs about archaeological topics Dude, that might than a be, fucking archaeologist? That might be the
2: single most annoying thing about the past few years. I feel like... Just recently, people are so willing to double down on fucking ignorance. Ignorant yeah. bullshit. It's so fucking. And what annoying. I realized
1: is, as I was getting his messages, I was like, one, this person isn't thinking clearly. Um, the archaeologist, like, he's just not a not not a very reasonably thinking person at this point. But also, think of the personality disorder. You have been proven objectively false, and your only clings to your crappy idea instead of just going yeah you're right oh uh, easy enough your only clings to this horrible idea are white people didn't exist until the 1600s like just nonsense everybody in Rome was black like nonsensical do you
0: you, you think that uh, listening to Brett Favre accidentally say something
2: bad about (laughs) Jews (laughs) (laughs) Uh.
1: think about what that does to our society in general now I went back and forth with this guy for like over a day just because I thought it was interesting but if it took that and it didn't end with him acknowledging he was wrong to get to that point think of what that does to our society in general that was a two second discussion of oh yeah you're right that's what happened with the comedian think of what that means how much of our society's time is wasted spinning gears so dumb people can justify not looking dumb
2: I feel like this is the part where the little rainbow with the stars like the more you know (laughs) Bobby looks all smug into the camera (laughs)
1: Hey, just so you know, your entire Facebook thread is being laughed at by students. It probably will be for many years as they use it in display. <laughs>
0: they print it out and they put it under glass. Dude,
1: later, we were talking on the thread back and forth, and he's like, I, I honestly think we need to use this as part of a, of a teaching lesson in psychology, because like, this, yeah. is, this is unbelievable how deluded this person is.
2: Dude, I had a similar uh, takedown of a stupid meme, much, much less significant than yours. But I saw this meme going around. I don't know if you guys saw it. Uh, someone... Posted some stupid picture from the Titanic and like, hey, what an idiot Jack was. He's on a boat on ocean level. And he says, I'm on top of the world it's with literally the lowest place on the planet. And I'm like, that's not what he said. He <laughs> said, I'm the king yeah, of the I'm world. king of the world. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I was like going out with these. I'm, that's hey, not what he fucking that's said. That's not what he said. <laughs> You're manufacturing also, Death Valley is something <laughs> to try to be funny. Yeah, yeah. whatever.
0: Yeah. So I get it. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's about time to get out of here. But uh, before we go, a few announcements here. Number one, I will no longer be participating in any type of comic combat, no uh, no MMA fight, no race fight against Danny. Oh, well, out. Well, hold on,
1: hold on. We can't. We, <laughs> we should rephrase this. The fight is not going on. Like, it's, not, it's not like Ryan has pulled out because of an ACL injury. Like, the fight got canceled. It's yeah, the canceled. event, the entire
0: event. It's not going to be rescheduled. Uh, I just want to leave it there. Yeah. It's just not happening.
1: We apologize. That was going to be really, really fun. I know we promoted the heck out of it while Ryan was gone, but uh, sorry about that, guys. Yeah, Bobby and I were going to be the
2: highlight of that event, too. That was going to be so much fun.
0: Anyways, but uh, chances to catch us do some stand-up. I'll be in Alpine on November 22nd. And on November 27th, me and Dave have a big event coming up at Small Bar in San Diego. We're doing a charity event for AIDS Lifecycle as part of Team Cretans, we're going to do a big comedy show. 20 bucks gets you dinner, uh, uh, your first drink, and a ticket to the show. Uh, headlining will be Tamar Katan. And uh, all proceeds and a percentage of bar sales go towards AIDS Lifecycle, our favorite charity. So check that out. That is the night before Thanksgiving. Uh, Dave will be hosting. I'll be doing a full set. Uh, we'll hope to see you then. All right, let's call it a week. I'm Ryan for Dave and Bobby saying see you next week cruising with the twos. There's not one part of you that finds Brett Favre saying he hates Jews funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, time's passing by. Oh, that oh, oh, time's passing by. Oh,
1: oh, 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 oh,
0: oh motherfucking time is passing by.